Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all. Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New Hampshire fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. Today we'll welcome fantastic, independent, eclectic jazz musicians to play live music for us, share their recordings, and talk about what inspires them. We'll touch their dreams as we open our ears and our hearts, listening intently to the fresh jazz expressions they unleash. And you never know, Dream Farm Radio just might inspire you to fulfill a creative passion or two of your very own. Well, you may be asking yourself, what just happened? Two very different pieces of music. There was a trumpet solo, a swing kind of thing going on, and then some synthesized music that seemed very different. Well, we put those together because we want to bring you the work of a young artist, a musician named Vivek Patel, who is doing very different things than what he started out to do. And uh, Vivek is my guest uh, remotely today, but he has been a guest at the farm with Brian Freeland and his group playing trumpet. Did some fantastic work that day. So, Vivek, welcome to Dream Farm Radio. Thanks for having me, Julie. 
Well, the audience has just heard a little bit of your uh, magnificent trumpet playing and then juxtaposed with a very, very different sounding synthesizer thing that you're doing. Um, at one point, you were playing in the Boston area uh, in school here, doing a lot of gigs and that whole um, very focused uh, jazz musician thing. Now you're on the West Coast doing a lot of synthesizer music. Can you kind of give us an overview of how you went from one to the other? Uh, sure. Um, you know, since I was young, I've been playing around with both types of music, um, uh, both the acoustic jazz side and the synthesized side. Um, but yes, uh, I hadn't placed as much of an emphasis on it until uh, recently. And uh, there was a health problem that um, elicited that change. Uh, during the summer of 2011, uh, in an effort to save some money, uh, I went on a diet consisting entirely of rice, uh, canned beans, and tomatoes. And, you know, I thought it was a good idea for six or seven months, but, um, you know, my health started deteriorating. And uh, over the course of 2012, my hands gradually started losing uh, motor control mm. until, um, well, in September, I could barely play scales in half notes at 60 beats per minute. So um, Pretty much disabled then as a musician. Yes, as a musician. But I could still give a, a sturdy handshake or type, but uh, just that the finesse and control involved in uh, moving the trumpets was severely impaired. When you told me that when we reconnected, um, you know, I was talking about your work and interested in knowing what you were doing. And to hear that you were separated from the trumpet in that way was kind of very surprising to me. And I thought it must have been a, a very difficult um, thing to not be able to go to your main instrument and, and really blow like you had been before. But it sort of opened the door in this synthesizer realm. What? Tell me about what you do there. Right. Um, yeah, that transition was tough. Um, you know, I, I never really realized what kinds of uh, impulses and behaviors I sublimate by playing the trumpet. So um, there, there was a period of a couple, three or four months where it was just um, a lot of nihilism and um, whoa, it, it was pretty intense. But um, luckily, I, I found this other avenue to sort of document my ideas. And, um, you know, I had to find a way to be productive without any money or chops. So I started to experiment with uh, really, really cheap uh, consumer-grade software and uh, microphones. Mm. Um, you know, programs like GarageBand that comes with um, pretty much all Macs. Mm -hmm. Um, random USB microphones that I'd pick up at Walmart or Target. Uh, these were my tools, and they still are my tools. Um, I like them because they, they are limiting, um, and they aren't as conducive to the kind of overproduction that uh, characterizes a lot of uh, bigger label jazz releases. Well, you know, when I heard your, your stuff, and we're going to... Uh get a little slice of this tune trudge through which you probably have been doing <laughs> sort of trudging through this health thing and putting the pieces exactly. back together uh, but it's kind of become hip in a way there's a hipness to this choice of limitation on the I would say cheaper spectrum of, of uh, tools you could use and we're going to unpack that a little bit I want people to hear more of trudge through 
and sort of take it in. And then we're going to come back in the next segment and unpack a little bit about um, how you do this and and find the hipness and find the new Vivek sound, okay? So okay. this is a section of that piece trudged through that is your representation of your synthesizer work. And we will bring that up now. You're listening to the music of Vivek Patel, an incredible trumpet player who sort of morphed into a synthesizer artist. I am Julie Lavender. You're listening to Dream Farm Radio, and we're going to take a short break and be right back.
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Dream Farm Radio, and we have a very interesting program for you uh, with Vivek Patel, who is a trumpet player and now a synthesizer artist. Vivek, um, you have made the choice because of some health concerns and loss of fine motor skills to work with synthesizers as a new way of expressing your, your vision. And now, by choice, you're using some of the things that maybe snooty players would be turning their nose up at. You know, studio musicians who are using synthesizers might be using much more, um, you know, expensive programs. And I know my son was putting the hurt on us to get something that was very expensive. Mm. And yet you've chosen these uh, kind of lowbrow tools. And, and what, do you, what appeals to you about that? Well, uh, there are inherent limitations with using tools like GarageBand or uh, Reason, which is another program I use. Um, usually people use these uh, programs for very simple dance material or um, simpler types of music. I don't, I don't like to use that term either. Let's say they're, they're maybe more basic or skeletal forms of music. Um, what, I've, uh, what I'm hoping to um, uh, to provide by uh, using these consumer level um, programs is is to um, give people some hope about what can be done with very limited resources. Mm-hmm. Um, now, GarageBand is a tool that comes on every Mac, but uh, it has some really unique uh, sequencing capabilities that can be used to great effect to create some um, fairly interesting music. And um, that's sort of where I'm at now. I would like to get the higher end stuff eventually. But um, right now I think um, that there's a subtle sort of beauty and uh, a certain kind of challenge that I like about using this bare bones stuff Mm -hmm. and doing the most with it. Well, it's interesting because, again, we met when you were playing acoustic trumpet. And so I had you sort of defined in that realm and based on the the artistry of what you did at the time, which is something I really admired. And now then life brought a, a series of limitations. You seem like a pretty interesting guy, like if... Um, there's something squeezing you you're you're looking for the way you can make it work like i don't only have very much money but i'm gonna eat rice and beans and tomatoes (laughs) or i don't have this resource 
but I'm going to go move out and do this other thing that is tough and difficult, but I'm going to make that work. And, and now I'm going to express myself with these kind of lowbrow tools and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to create in that realm. That seems like, does limitation work for you a little bit? Uh, it does. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I, I like the pressure. I um, I like the idea of there being some sort of I don't know how to describe some sort of enemy out there that I am working against. Mm. Um, that helps my creativity, and it's not necessarily very healthy. Well, but, you do uh, get to rise up to overcome in these settings, and in light of that, I'm wondering if we were going to do something a little bit different, but I think I want to hear Desiderium now. Can, it's a little uh, two-minute, 49-second uh, piece that you wrote that I think might express some of the uniqueness of this synthesizer music and what you were able to do with it under uh, maybe duress with a lot of limitation. Would would it be okay with you if we played that one now? Of course, yes. Okay. Desiderium, which is an interesting name. Do you, What does that mean? Uh, it means grief or longing. Mm. Well, um, let's hear what that sounds like in your new vocabulary with these new instruments.
Well, Vivek, I really do hear that you've sort of elevated those sounds and those synthesizer uh, tools and done a level of complexity that, you know, your average garage band kid isn't going to do. <laughs> you really are a thinker, aren't you? Um, I, I guess I do try to pay attention to details. So there might be more of an OCD thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a thinker, you know, to, to a certain extent. Um, yeah, uh, the piano solo... I did introduce some things that aren't uh, quite as easily done on GarageBand. Mm. So I use Reason to create that piece. Um, and um, you might have noticed that there are some phrases in, in, in that piano solo that, that start on the beat and mm. end up just slightly behind, mm. sort of like how uh, a real piano player would lay back mm -hmm. phrase. Now, I did that by extending the lengths of some of these phrases or shortening them by, you know, minuscule amounts, maybe two or three percent. But a lot of times that can sort of give um, a phrase that extra um, sort of humanness that, that, that I'm ultimately trying to go for. Yeah, right? and it's yeah. interesting because your body wasn't letting you play um in what we'd call a human way with an instrument right. so you're funneling this creativity and this expression through these synthesizer instruments which can seem very cold and inhuman and finding right. a way to to um make them more real more approachable I, right you know um exactly and and i hate to do this because i know that keith jarrett is really not into the synth scene but um, when, as I was formulating that piano solo, I, I was thinking about, okay, how would Brad Meldo maybe play over mm, this? Mm -hmm. And how would his uh, fingers be moving? What weight would his ring finger have at this moment in this mm. phase? And, and I sort of uh, go through every note and um, adjust the velocities, which, which are actually... Uh, in MIDI speak, that that's the volume of each note mm -hmm. to sort of um, model that. Of course, it'll never be as good as a Brad Meldow or a Keith Jarrett, but that's as close as I could get with um, those. But the tools. beauty of reverencing the human expression so much that you're willing to take it apart and think about each one. What makes that that? You know, yeah. why this? How does that achieve? You know, how is that achieved in this? inhuman instrument yeah. um, shows a love and a passion for the beauty of you know of, of creativity and creation that you carry now we're going to skip to a section of um super mario <laughs> your tune where you actually are playing some trumpet on this were you getting well enough to play trumpet here oh, this is before this oh was... this is before this is something that you did before you had yeah. to do it this way this is your live trumpet with yeah. the synthesizer okay so we'll play this section of your live trumpet playing and then um we'll see what that sounds like
Vivek, I was not a Super Mario fan, but I really like what you were doing. It was wild and crazy, and I love the acoustic trumpet that you were able to play at the time over all of that synthesizer work. Well done. Thank you. You have a busy brain, young man. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you have a good sense of humor, too, in the midst of of being sort of disabled and struggling. I want to hear how you express that in this tune uh, that you wrote, Scallywag Blues. You're listening to the music of Vivek Patel. I'm Julie Lavender. This is Dream Farm Radio. We're going to take a short break. Thank you. 
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Dream Farm Radio, and I have a young man on the program today uh, who was with us in the barn uh, with another fabulous group, uh, the Brian Freeland Jazz Group. And Vivek is a trumpet player who has also morphed into a synthesizer artist because of loss of fine motor skills. So I was fascinated to see how someone as committed to jazz trumpet and live performance as I believe you have been Vivek made a transition to do something that was very limiting, limited budget, limited sounds. And uh, when I listen to your music, your brain just seems like it's exploding <laughs> with energy and ideas. And, um, and I think that it's uh, something to be noted in this life when life throws you lemonade, uh, lemons, excuse me, that you learn to make lemonade and um, that you learn to use what you've got. And to, ma- and to make it a craft, to make it an art. And you've done that with these um, garage band type sounds. And I think you found a sort of um, hipness. Would you say that's true? If you, if you had any other sounds in the world, would you still gravitate towards some of these um, less refined ones, do you think? Um, I like them. The synthesizer you know, uh, choices? I, I liked synth sounds uh, at first, uh, you know, when I was a, uh, so sort of more of a Puritan, uh, I wouldn't have been as into them, <clears throat> but uh, I've, I've found a voice through them um, that I certainly wouldn't have unless I'd lost uh, motor control. So mm-hmm. they have facilitated my art. Um, 
Well, you know, that's a, that's a big mouthful. We could just full stop pause right there. If it hadn't been for the loss of your, uh, the use of your arm, forearms and hands, and, um, probably the crushing and the humbling of that process, yeah. I, um, you clearly wouldn't have developed what you have now and learned to, um, create a whole other set of artistic skills in just managing your life and, um, and so I think that's worth noting uh, in the world. I think that's a beautiful thing. Art has a lot to do with how you live and not just the sounds you make or the canvases you paint, you know? Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of creativity to, again, make lemonade out of lemons sometimes, right? Right. And uh, the piece that we just heard, Scallywag Blues, mm -hmm. is that correct? Yep. Um, uh, I was working at a Motel 6 at the time, East Bakersfield. And by the way, I'm just little Julie Lavender from Bakersfield, California, and I just found out tonight <laughs> that you <laughs> have lived there recently and are pretty much, <laughs> and you're in Porterville <laughs> now. That's like my stomping grounds, brother. <laughs> we should hang out. We should. I hope it's not going to be at the Motel 6 at East Bakersfield, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually got fired from there. Okay. Uh, but I was there for six months. All right. And uh, I was a laundry worker, and uh, I worked the night shift on the weekends. Mm. Um, so that that's when I wrote Scallywag Blues, sort of as a pick-me-up, just, just something to play in the morning every time before that shift because I Which needed sucked, something. sucked, right? <laughs> Yeah, shift. I mean, <laughs> the shift. Well, let me tell you, because we're going to play one of my tunes now, which uh, was recorded on this album I did in the 1980s called Good Woman. And it's full of synthesizer music. Uh, maybe it's a little bit of a snootier synthesizer sound. <laughs> but awesome. it was a song that I wrote in very much the same circumstances where I felt very ill appreciated and, and uh, insecure. And I wrote this song called, I don't think you know a good woman when you see one. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so we're going to play that right now. Capital crime Well, you're one brick short of a full load Heading down the wrong road Turn around, boy, I'm over here You got one oar in the water That's why you row in circles, Well, let's get some light on the Thank you. 
<laughs> so, uh, Vivek, uh, we were just uh, sort of thinking here about how Bakersfield brings out a good sense of humor in people. I think yeah. it does. Sun fun, stay play. That was the big sign entering town. And I was saying to you earlier that sun meaning 110 degrees in the shade and stay meaning yeah. I was too young to leave. So <laughs> I was like, I better have fun because I'm not getting out of here. But I tell you, I got to tell you, I loved actually being raised there. What a, I was very grounding, wonderful people, but yeah. Anyway, you, you know, but I didn't work at the motel six doing laundry. Yeah. <laughs> but you got a tune out of it. You got a tune out of it. I got a tune out of it and two broken knees. Oh my gosh. Well, it's amazing <laughs> that we met at the farm in New Hampshire and we have this Bakersfield thing going on, but we're going to want to kind of wrap it back around to you and yeah. all that you've created since leaving the East Coast where we met uh-huh. and where you were performing. Um, and uh, set up this tune, which is kind of lengthy. It's called Aimlessly. 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 What are we going right. to hear? Uh, well, I wrote this tune in uh, 2009. Uh, I'd recently sold uh, a couple of my best trumpets mm. uh, just because I was sort, sort of broke at that time that's painful uh, I man think that was that was sort of the trough of the recession so it was it was tough to get work of any kind um so i'd, I'd written this uh, piece on on the piano and i didn't get around to actually recording it um and this is but, again uh, when when you're struggling with the motor issues with your hands no actually this is in 2009 so oh, okay. significantly earlier uh this would be around the time that I recorded all those big band solos. Wow. So this was sort of setting the tone. This was going to prepare the way for when you needed to do synthesizer. Exactly. Work. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so that, that tune was just on the back burner, okay. just something that, that I kind of knew. But um, I, I didn't really get around to um, really fleshing it out and, and having a decent recording of it until uh, the summer of 2014 again. And that was after. After you got at, um, disabled there. Spell at the Motel yeah. 6. Yeah. Well, so, so um, can we hear it now and sort of just take in your journey? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it. This is Aimlessly. Thank you. 
Well, again, this is the synthesizer music of Vivek Patel, who has um, made some major transitions in his life from playing um, acoustic instruments because of a disability to really reaping the um, harvest field of the synthesizer world, I would say. Vivek, where, where are you going to go from here creatively? Uh, well, I'm substitute teaching right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting ready to take the C-sets, uh, which are the California uh, standard standardized tests for various subjects. I'll probably take them in math, and uh, I'm hoping that I'll be maybe a high school math teacher teaching calc or something like See, that. See, really, um, kind of total reinvention then of things, very different than when you started out in Boston. Yeah, I mean, you know, music will always be a part of my life, but probably more of a hobby at this point uh, out. Um, uh, yeah, that's... Well, you know, um, it's fun to find the, the trajectory of a life, and you never count a musician out because there are seasons of the soul. And this has been a good show talking about those seasons, um, the ins and the outs, the ups and the downs, and finding a way to continue to create, and then letting life teach you a few lessons so when you go back to write more music... Uh, you have more things to say. Uh, yeah. So I look forward to that. Tell us how people can uh, can support what you have been doing and get a hold of your music. Yeah, I've got uh, two websites. One mm-hmm. is music.com mm-hmm. And the other one where you can actually buy my music is soundcloud.com slash vivek Patel. That's V-I-V-E-K-P-A-T-E-L. And you can go to Dream Farm Radio and and uh, get more information from there. And thank you for sharing your journey with us. Dream Farm is a place where we support dreams and creativity and honor the gifts that um, the God-given gifts people have and encourage that process. So thanks for sharing uh, a little bit of your journey with us. Thanks so much for having me, Julie. All right. And everyone, uh, thanks for listening. photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.com where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their dream
was love.